Hi, Chelsea. Hey, Taryn. How's it going? So good. Chelsea, what time is it? Late o'clock. It's almost midnight. <laughs> it's late o'clock. <laughs> we're really, we're really killing it. I feel like the word, like we are our worst at recording when we are together. That's probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the last couple times that we've done it, we're like, oh, we're just going to post like an unedited episode. And we do it like, but I, remember, I think the last time last year, last year when, when I came to visit, out, we recorded two episodes during that that visit, and the last one I think we recorded like an hour before I left for the airport. Yeah, it was like very last was... minute. We finished, packed up, and she dropped me off at the airport. <laughs> oh my gosh! It, you know, here's the thing: you do what you gotta do, and I feel like we have so little time together that I don't feel bad. Mm-mm hanging out no i don't feel bad ever just kidding i feel ever. bad i feel bad i'm having trouble connecting to the internet i told you to turn it <laughs> off because <laughs> it spooks me i'm going i'm going you guys i like the idea of of technology i can't say the name because then it's going to turn on again i like the idea of alexa's they spook me though like crap like that happens and then I'm like, what if that was the middle of the night? Nope. I would start crying. Nope. I'd start crying. That's why I can't have it. <laughs> nope. Are we editing that out? Is that just no way? Say? That's 100. This is an say. unedited episode. <laughs> Did you five seconds before we start recording tell me to unplug it? I yeah, mean, yeah. I 100 percent did. And I was like, nah, it'll be fine. No, no, it's it, never fine. It was not fine. It's never fine. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Chelsea, we are at a cabin. Yes. We've been talking about this on the pod for a couple of weeks now. I think and it was a little bit longer than a couple of weeks. I feel but... like we've been counting down for months. It's fine. But now it's here, and now I'm sad because now it's here. And it's now, because it's here, it has to end. That, <laughs> wow, that was some, <laughs> some mental hoops you are jumping Chelsea, through. my brain shot. You think, that, like... Guys, if you ever feel like we record too late and it's unhinged, it is. <laughs> it is. But that's like eight o'clock. It is eleven fifty-one p.m. on Monday, March twentieth. <laughs> yeah, we're releasing this in what five, four hours? Four hours? Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. Chelsea, fine. what has been your favorite part of the day? Or our week together. It's now, in in 10 minutes, we will have been together for a week. Honestly, it's just really nice to not have to worry about snow. Yeah. I mean, there is snow outside right now, but... I mean, like, the little patches. It's not really... There's not really snow, you know? Like, I walk outside in a t-shirt and I don't think, oh no, am I going to lose a limb? Mm Mm-hmm. That's fair. And that's really... That's really just been a weight off my shoulder (laughs) there. I'm a literal coat weight off of your shoulder. A literal weight off of my shoulder. I don't know. We've done a lot of, like, fun little things. We binged Shadow and Bone. Guys. So many thoughts. I feel like we can't really get into it. Because, no, we can't. We can't. Um, because, yeah. Let's say three three things that we really liked about it. Not that there's a bunch of bad, but just, like, so that we can say things. One, Nikolai. Yes. Yes. Period. Patty. Oh, wow. You killed it. It was <laughs> stunning. 
Fantastic job. Point two, um, Freddie Carter. <laughs> I was going to say, Freddie Carter's performance. He did so good. He gave what needed to be given at the fullest and highest degree of giving. <laughs> and that man has no business being able to, like, laugh and be so cute in the interviews and then turn around and give such strong psychopath energies. <laughs> like, his performance unparalleled. I think I, I thought that he did so good. Taryn thinks I'm being dramatic, but I, no, I, I 100% honestly, don't think you're I being like dramatic. I like was like, I feel like he deserves a freaking award or something. Like that performance he, was so good. Yeah. As he just, yeah. And we got so much, if you haven't watched it yet and you've read the books, it's kind of more of a combination. It is a combination of books two and three of Shadow and Bone. And a little bit of Six of Crows and a chunk of Crooked, of Crooked Kingdom. Kingdom. So it is a lot more of a mixture than we thought it was going to be. If you th- if you want to know what we thought it was going to be, listen to last week's episode. Because it was not we wrong. We were wrong. I was like, they, I feel like they probably posted somewhere that it was going to cover more than book two. But I was like, we weren't prepared. Not prepared. We watched the first four episodes on Thursday mm-hmm. and then finished it on Friday. And we like stopped and we're like, where what's, what's going, going on? on? We we will say this like we genuinely loved the first six episodes. We are still processing episodes seven and eight. Yes, because I have mixed feelings. They did change the ending a lot, which I'm not mad that they changed something. It's just I am interested in their thought of what's like in the the future reserving judgment to see where they go with it because they could convince me that this was the best possible choice but we're not gonna find out for two two more years years. but if it gets renewed keep watching it though yeah you have to watch it speaking of (laughs) how aggressively you just pointed out the microphone i was like (laughs) you guys (laughs) no um speaking of best possible changes the rewrite of of now snaps that i love, everything i needed to be in the book him. that i didn't get it was and i think and i know i've made we've had the same conversations five times but now we're going to share it with the people um it, one thing that's hard like one thing that's fun about adapting a book that is first person into a tv show is you get to explore all of the things going on that you own that you don't see because we only get alina's mm-hmm. perspective in this situation so i feel like it was less of a rewrite of Mal as more of a, we saw what he was doing. There were parts that it was rewritten. He yeah. didn't freak out about some things as much as he did in the book. Yeah. But at the same time, he freaked out about things, but I knew his intentions. And I was like, dude, you're correct. Yes. Like, I stand Mal. Yes. <laughs> like, big supporter over here. So I'm just very interested to see in where they go. Um. I talked, we talked to Megan and she was making a comment like she didn't know if she wanted to read the books. Can I just tell you, like, we'll tell you the, the show's so different. It's so different. It's worth reading the book so you can have that experience of that story. I feel like the thing that I've liked about the show is it's, it's different and new and changes enough to keep you engaged while still staying true there to were- the characters you love. For the most part. For the most part. For the most part. If you want to know our real thoughts, message us. us. Almost all the characters, I feel like they stayed very, very Mm -hmm. true. And I feel like that would translate to the books as well. Or if you watch the show and like it, you can 
get like a different twist mm-hmm. on the story, some additional information. An alternative ending, if you will. <laughs> yeah, but with the same character energy that you love. Yes. Yeah. I mean, half of Kaz's lines were word for word they, from the book. Especially books. with the crows, I feel like they did such a good job of pulling from the mm-hmm. source material. And that's what Shots by Sophia, if you don't follow her, you should. Um, but she made a comment about like there's a lot of people that are genuinely upset about changes that they made. And I and I get it, but we need to stop being angry about everything. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta find some joy in the world, guys. But she made it, I I commented on one of her posts because she was talking about how there's a lot of people that are very upset by it. And I commented on how, like, I feel like it's very obvious when you watch a book to screen adaptation, when the creators care about the readers and when they don't. Mm -hmm. Because we've watched uh, adaptations before. Like, I know we always come back to Percy Jackson. But it was so bad. Oh, Percy Jackson. (laughs) I feel like it was a slap to the face to the book readers, mm-hmm. to the original fans. It's like, oh, you made this popular enough. We're going to ignore 99% of the world building that Rick Riordan did and just toss out this storyline and we don't care what you think. Yeah. And you can feel that. I don't like, I don't know if I have seen any interviews that they're like, yeah, I was a fan of the book. And so I'm so excited to be here. It, I didn't get that vibe at all. But there were so many nods to the readers in this series, even in the midst of significant changes, changes, that I never felt fully, like, disrespected. Mm-hmm. I was shook, but I was never like, wow, that that was just like a slap to the face of, oh, we don't actually care about you. I just feel like the first six episodes in particular, all of it was great, but the mm-hmm. first six episodes in particular, I just felt like it was... It was exactly how I imagined the characters to be, especially mm-hmm. all of the crows. Like, Tamar and oh, Toya killed, killed it. it. Nikolai, like, l- some minor changes, but, like, awesome. Mm-hmm. But the crows and my my sweet babies, Jesper and Wyland. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just, oh, I love them all so much. <laughs> just so much. And the, but regardless of the changes, the casting director needs a million dollar bonus. <laughs> I'm amazed. Like I, and maybe I just pictured the characters a certain way and I just got lucky with the casting. But like, I don't know if I've watched another show where the casting has been so spot So on, on point like, for all of them. How did they find somebody as like pixie-like as as Jack is it his name? His name's Jack, Jack that plays yeah that plays Wyland. Like mm-hmm. he his hair was perfect, his face was perfect, his mannerisms were perfect. Nina killed it. Jesper killed it. Kaz, all of them. Inish, Inish. They was Duh. all like. How did you go into my brain? Yoink out the perfect <laughs> descriptions <laughs> of these characters and chuck them into a call list, and it they all showed up. It was I just, just loved it. so. I feel like if you're a fan of The Crows. Big fan. Of Six of Crows. And so going into the next season, I know that they're, I don't know where the talks are and who they are, (laughs) but I know all of the bookstagram talks about how they've just, how there has been discussion about a Six Six of Crows spinoff. And I don't know Can if they'll miss- cite a source on yeah, that Yeah, somebody for cite us. a source because Sarah mentioned it too. Sarah over at a bookish beginning, I called her and was talking with her because freaking out. Of course. Um, naturally. That's what you do with your book friends. And 
but I know that all of us have kind of had this general understanding that that's been the thought, but like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that source is, Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't be surprised if they just kept it under the shadow and bone title because of some of the changes that they made to the end. I feel like they I think set they're just, it up. Yeah, to, I don't think there necessarily needs to be a quote-unquote spinoff as just a third season. Yeah. Because I, what they're going to do, I'm assuming, is instead of com- like moving on from Shadow and Bone, but doing King of Scars and Six of Crows. And allowing that stor- those storylines to take place simultaneously. Yeah. Also, I feel like I've shot out to like, all of the characters, but also... Um, Jenya and David's oh on-screen chemistry was off the charts. And the actor who plays David also plays D'Artagnan. In We've the talked about this. I know, but We've I'm saying it again. In the but BBC, it was two years ago. We talked about it on it, our, like, first episode. He, so the, the actor who plays David also plays D'Artagnan in the BBC Musketeer show. Which, which is, is one of our favorites. <laughs> all-time, one of my all-time favorite shows. And it's so fun to see him play, like, such a different character, but also be so freaking good at it. And they had a couple <laughs> conversations. I legit cried during one of their scenes. I was like, you guys are beautiful. And and I love you. And you guys are perfect. And then... And then... And then they made some... And then they made some choices. And then I'm shaking my <laughs> fist at the sky. <laughs> It'll be interesting because I'm, I have thoughts and theories. I do too. And anyway. But neither of us have read King of Scars or Rule of Wolves. No, because we were waiting for the paperback of Rule of Wolves to come out and it finally did and Chelsea's not happy with it. I bought it last week. It's Matt compared to the shiny King of Scars. (laughs) I don't understand why you wouldn't keep it the same as shiny versus Matt within the same duology, but that's none of my business. No one asked me. And I bought it anyway, so I guess yep, here we are. The spine was also different. Yeah, it's I, it's, fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'll buy a new one if I need to. Yep, one hundred percent. I know you will. Okay. Well, in our in our episode description, we'll have to do shadow and shadow bone. Shadow and recap. bone. <laughs> oh, Chelsea, this is this is we gotta not stay up much longer. Yeah. But okay. This book, it's 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 very different than books that we've reviewed or read in the past. And so I'm really yes. glad that we read it. And I'm excited to talk about it. Chelsea, what book are we discussing today? Um, we are discussing a book called Ella Minnow P. And by Mark Dunn. It has a 3.91 on Goodreads. And it is a fiction satire dystopia sure <laughs> is what we're gonna go with um it's super short it's like 208 it's My pages i think 208 yeah. pages um and the whole thing is a series of letters written between mostly this family so uh two cousins and and their moms mm-hmm. but there's a couple other random letters in there like but the notes whole, left on yeah the whole thing is just letters being sent back and forth and these two cousins, um, Ella and Tassie, Tabby, Tabby. I literally finished the book 30 minutes ago. Think of her name right now. And my, is it Tassie? I think it's Tassie. I think it's Tassie. Anyway, not the point. Her cousin T. Her cousin. <laughs> um, they live on the f- fictional island of Mallet off of the coast of South Carolina. And this island is named after Nevin Nollop, who is a real person. Who is, like, supposedly the one that came up with the phrase, the quick brown fox, or the quick 
the brown, great brown fox jumped, jumped over, over the lazy dog. dog, which is a pangram that I learned reading this book and is basically a sentence that or phrase that includes all of the letters did you know of the know, alphabet. Did you not know what that was? I mean, I knew what it was. I didn't know it was called a pangram. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't, I, I know there was a, a word for that. The only the only reason I know that phrase is because anytime I went to download a font as a way to show what every single letter looks oh. like, they have that phrase. Interesting. So you you can see every all, all of the, of the letters. letters in the font. Okay. Anyway, it's it's a super interesting book because the premise is on the island there's a statue of Nevin Nollop with with the phrase the quick brown fox the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy yeah all, like hanging above it and one day one of the letters falls. Oh. And the council of Nollop says this surely means that we should never again it is use n- that it is letter. Nevin Nollop from the beyond telling us that this is not important. And so as the book goes along and more letters start to fall off, basically like the the letters get outlawed. Mm-hmm. And so they're not allowed to use those letters anymore. And so in the book, the author stops using those letters. And it's just so interesting because these it's these letters about not being able to use the letters mm-hmm. of the alphabet. And the insane the insanity of the council it was like, not only are we gonna outlaw this letter, but here's like the rules of like you There's get- a three-step rule of like consequences for uh any sort of like violation of it. The first one is like you get a, a warning. A warning. The second one is a public whipping or or like stocks. Stocks. I just went like <laughs> a little symbol for stocks. And then the third one is being banished from the island on penalty <laughs> of death. <laughs> yeah, and if you come back, they'll kill you. It escalates so, so quickly, and it's it's just. More than anything, I feel like it's worth reading the book just for the sheer audacity of this author there's, to pull it yeah. off. Yeah, and it's crazy because by the end, there's like four letters left or something. And so the main character is trying to communicate this, like, this message and like, you don't even know what's going on. I had such a hard time in those last few letters even understanding what's happening. So there's like so many different conversations that we could have about this. And we'll get into some more in the spoilers. But like, it's a commentary on uh, language in general. Like, yeah. But like, just language in general. Because at the beginning of the book, the reason that they care so much about Nevin Nollop is because they're like, he's the one that gave us this language. And so the first few letters honestly are difficult to read purely because they're such so many high words level. used. Yeah, they it takes 15 words to say one thing and half of them are words I've never I've, heard I've of Googled words. And then by the end, we're reduced to nothing. And so how Chicken do you, scratch. well, I even, I started to think about like, what did her day look like of not being allowed to speak basically? And it's not like she's not able to. And so that's why she doesn't, but it's like, you're so restricted that you're not even able to speak mm-hmm. under like s- the stress of being reported and kicked off of an island. Yep. So 
and then, the, yeah, and so there's that, there's a discussion about censorship, and then there's this discussion of, like, totalitarianism of, like, no, we got this small group of people that basically create a new religion, and they're like, no, praise to the almighty Nevin Nala, <laughs> don't use N anymore. Like, it was, it was the just The letter insane. Z is of the devil. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it was, there were multiple times I turned to Chelsea while I was looking, like, oh, so... Things don't matter when you're not the one messing up, but as soon as you're the one messing up and the rules apply to you, you're all then of a sudden a upset. Problem. And I was like, <laughs> World War Two. Like oh there's my just gosh. it's it was it was a fun read that made like I know I just finished it an hour ago, but like the concept <laughs> makes you think of like I'm like, what what life lessons can I take from this silly little book? And there's so many. And there's a lot For of For a two hundred page novel yeah. and like 200 pages, but, like, the last 50 pages, none of them are a full page. I read almost the whole book in a couple of hours. Yeah. It's crazy. I, and it's, I found this book. Chelsea has indulged me giving her random books over the last I couple of years. It. But I found this book because of a Tumblr post on Pinterest where it was talking about funny books and somebody said, oh, you need to read LMNOP and presented the concept so i bought the book like a hot minute ago and i read it it's just been so long um and i was looking at it, i'm like that would be a really interesting one to review because it's just so different than anything yes that we've read yeah so i don't know if we i necessarily want to break down the same i don't know if i want to do the breakdown but like plot it's it's, it covers just a couple of months. Like, it doesn't cover that much time. I think it's, like, three months. Yeah, it's not much time. Um, the plot is basic. like, the premise is, I think it says on the back, like, to save the town, she has to figure out a new phrase. A new pangram. A new pangram, yeah. And they're like, no, nobody can do it because of the almighty Nevin is a genius and an all-powerful god. And <laughs> I'm like, whoa. It, it yeah, escalated it so quickly. very intense very quickly. Yeah. Um, and then character development, like... You get some, was, but, like, it's not about the characters. It's not about the characters, but it's also... We can talk about it more in the spoilers. Some of the decisions that some of the characters make in the face of this difficulty mm-hmm. and... It, pure insanity it, i feel like each one of them represents a little bit of hum- humanity mm-hmm. of like the people who are looking to turn people in yeah and the people who are secretly meeting to help take care of people and there's just patterns throughout history that we've seen of how people react to in oppressive situations and it was interesting to see it play out again in a silly little book about a dumb situation. Yep. Um, what about world building? Like, what did you think of I'm the not island of Nala? I had to Google it. If I read the description, it clearly says a fictional island. I was like, is this place real? <laughs> no, it's not. In case you're wondering. But I feel like they did a good job. Mm-hmm. Like, you understood the different, the different, the like, different little sections, tiny yeah. islands and where they live. And they're not different islands. They're just different areas. Different, on yeah, because there's like the village. This is where her aunt and her cousin lives, and then they live in the town. Yeah, where the statue is. Um, and then pacing, like, yeah, it's two hundred pages, but it's like a little book. It's not mm-hmm. like a like size wise, like height and width. It's very small. Yeah, so it's one that you could easily read in an afternoon, and yeah. add it to your Goodreads count and feel real good about it. <laughs> 
because that's what we <laughs> you're not wrong over here. you're not wrong oh i haven't even put it in yet i'm gonna do it right now as you wrap us up for the spoiler three yeah i think like overall it's it's not a t- like typically i feel like we i read a lot of books and recommend a lot of books based off of like world building and character mm-hmm. development and this is just a, a thought-provoking book and it does a good job of being like kind of silly and satirical but then the more you think about it, the more you see the real world applications and the And then it worries you. <laughs> well, yeah, it was just like the importance of like human connection and seeing how people cope with not being able to communicate anymore. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know, I thought it was fascinating. So I feel like it's definitely worth the read. It's a different kind of recommendation. Like if you're just looking for a, a fun escape, it's not the one. No. But I I do highly recommend it. So I give it a four and a half stars. Just yeah. and just the the skill it's, of of Mark Dunn to be able to. I was honestly very impressed. Right, as long of letters as he does at some I points, with so few of them. I thought for sure, like it got to a point in the book. I'm like, how does this sound? Still sound intelligent? I was like, you're telling me I can't use Z Q R or S. And he's just like, not a problem. Yeah, I got And it this. flowed. And I never would have noticed if I didn't know that he was doing it. And I I was thoroughly impressed. It was just a, it was just a fun book. It was a really good book. So. For all ages. Just kidding. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, not that. Not all ages. But <laughs> it's, it's not like there's anything. Like, if this was made into a movie, it would be. I mean, I guess it depends PG? on how much. Yeah, like, it wasn't. There's no language. There's not. There's nothing there's in nothing. it, guys. There's nothing. <laughs> I mean, but it it does talk about a totalitarian government, basically. Yeah. On this little island, so take that as, for, you, will. as you will. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Chelsea. Um, we need a good snack for um, our friends. Here's the thing. We've done it before. <laughs> I've converted Chelsea, guys. We're gonna do it again. Kylie, this is for you. I had nerd cr- clusters for the first time. <laughs> today and i can attest they're pretty darn mm-hmm. darn tootin good <laughs> darn tootin darn tootin good well it is so, 12 15 darn tootin <laughs> sounds like an appropriate phrase i just i i we're gonna go buy some more because we mm-hmm. ate the whole bag and i, I, I need most of them i need more of them in my life i need to make up for lost time yeah for so sure. everyone Go get some nerd clusters. Or whatever your favorite little sour-ish sweet candy. But you should try them. Yeah. If you haven't haven't had them before. Hey, first person that messages us that isn't Kylie. Kylie, I love you, but you got that last time. (laughs) First person that messages us and says, hey, I want nerd clusters. I will Venmo you money to go get a bag of nerd clusters. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Do you want to split? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's (laughs) do it. I will Venmo you like four dollars to go down to, to your local go gas station buy nerd clusters. to go get nerd clusters. Okay, and don't think, Kylie. The last time we did this, I said, "Hey, if you message us, I'm so passionate about this book. We will send you the book. We will send you a Sarah Eden book." And Kylie texted us, was like, "Oh, surely somebody's already texted us." No. no, and so Kylie got a free book. So don't assume that we have already given away a bag of nerd clusters. <laughs> because we likely have not. We likely haven't. So anyway. Messages. Yeah. All this right. isn't important. Um, okay. With that, should we go into our spoiler section? Do it. Kay. Sound the alarm. 
Okay, Chelsea. This it's a really short book, so I don't really have. There's so much though. Too much, but I I feel, I really would like to start on this like schoolgirl romance between oh my between her cousin gosh. and Nate. Like it as soon as he sent the letter of like inquiring if he would be able to come, I'm like he's gonna be a young twenty some year old and he's she's gonna, gonna fall in love with him. And what happened? They that. immediately fell in love. Mm-hmm. Like immediately, love at first sight, guys. Something was it because she lived on a very isolated island and probably hadn't seen many many men? men? Probably entirely possible, but it's fine. Well, he did though, sat like put put his life in danger to come rescue her and her mom. Yeah, I was like, they went through some crap together. But like, I that was the first time that that was the point in the book, like with their relationship, that I was like, oh, he was serious. I was not prepared. For as many people to die as oh my god, like them just like shooting a couple people and like what's her bucket that was initially was like turning turning she the ant was in? interesting. I think her character overall, oh like my gosh. when she starts painting like her body because she's and like dies she of lead poisoning, yeah, like already going crazy, but then that on top of it, she mm-hmm. ends up passing away. It was just, like, I know I made it, I may not have commented on it earlier, but, like, I never want to look back on my life and be that person where people were, needed my sympathy, they needed my empathy, they needed my love, they needed my help, and they needed somebody to stand up for them. And I said, no, because it's not my problem. And then as soon as that like that gets switched that I'm like desperately at somebody's door. Like, I'm so sorry that I reported you and now you're on your third strike. So the next time you're going to get kicked off this Island and lose everything you have, please take care of me. I'm lonely. Like I shout out to the aunt though, for like being like, sure. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You clearly are in dire straits Mm -hmm. and I just, I I think that would I would be so ashamed in, of myself looking back. Yeah. Like and I know that throughout history like we've had these situations and we know like I I never want to look back and judge people in history. But like when we talk about World War II, we talk about holocausts, we talk about um genocides that happen and just horrible things that happen in history. The number of people that sat idly by because it wasn't their problem. Mhm. And I just, ref- I just, I would just be so ashamed of myself if that happened. And like, obviously, obviously where we are right now, like I, we're not ignore. I, as far as I know in Arizona, I'm not ignoring a genocide, but like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. I made that, took that a little too deep, but like it is, I actively do not want to be that person. It's like, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I was like, t- it's interesting because when the first the first letter to fall is Z, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. We can make work." But there were a couple of people that are like, "Why are you making like? Why are you, you know, kicking against the thorns?" That he was like, went down to the council and was like, "Z Z Buzz yeah. B," <laughs> and like gets kicked off the island. And everyone's like, "What's with that guy?" But then after a couple more letters, they're like, "Oh, we get it. Like that guy saw where this was going." Mm-hmm. And the hardest thing for me reading this book was, I was like, is anything on this island really worth staying? And, well, I mean, 
if you've been there for generations and generations and all of your money, like family's money is in land or a store like that. I understand people's tie to their homeland. I do, but I also, and not wanting to be deported from your home for purely saying an incorrect letter, accidentally saying alert. And I, it's hard. Like I, I understood that, but also when people start dying and like, Half of them lost their land anyways. When that edict came out where the council was like, we'll just take we, the house. We can take it. And like one guy moved his entire family there. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I don't know, man. I was like, my history brain was like flashing back to all of these things I've read about and different things. I'm just like, yeah, there, there were a couple of very dark moments in this mm-hmm. satire. Like, the one family that was the first one to elect instead of the stocks to be whipped with the young kids. With like a nine-year-old. And they were like, surely somebody surely will Surely someone something. will realize how insane this And they is. just watched it happen. Well, even like it started saying at the end where her mom gets put in this. She chooses the stocks because they're like, please don't get whipped. Um, and she talks about these... Like these families bringing picnics and coming and watching the whippings and and just hanging out. And she's like, it was a very pleasant Sunday afternoon, and it immediately made me think of um, the French Revolution and the guillotines and going and watching people be beheaded. Mm-hmm. And there was even like I can't remember if you're a history buff, tell me that I'm wrong if I'm saying this wrong. But I remember learning about a civil war battle very early on in the civil war. I'm pretty sure it was a civil war and not revolutionary war where the people were so unaware of what war actually looked like that they did. They packed up their families and their picnics, picnic baskets and they went and sat on the top of the hill to watch it. And they were like horrified at what they were watching. And I'm like, good job. You were horrified. Other large groups in history have just looked Not and been always. like, Woo, yeah, let's kill these people. And then a week later, their head could have been literally on the chopping block. Yeah. It's just, and that's what these people did. They watched it. The first one where the nine-year-old was getting whipped and they just sat there. And that was the moment when like her parents go home and they're like, we have to do something. But even then I was saying like, are you going to, are you going to do something? Are you going to walk up? Or are you going to say this is wrong? But then that, like that comes in that level of fear of like, well, if I say something, then, then maybe I, I will have, have to, to go through that. Not just me, but my family. But my family. And that's when you get into this really difficult spot with, again, when you look back in history, like what are you willing to sacrifice when you have family on the line? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just difficult. And so I'm just amazed by people throughout history that, did put their life on the line yep. to be able to help people. And I, again, I keep going back to world war two, but just like the people who hid uh, Jewish families and then themselves, when they were found out, had to go to concentration, to concentration camps, camps or death camps. Like it's just, it is amazing to me to hear those stories and be like, what, what am I doing? What am I and like? Risk? What, it, what's going on in the world right now that I'm just sitting here looking at it being like, Oh, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I just, on a less serious note. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Am I philosophizing at 1224? I apologize. Possibly. possibly. <laughs> um, I just thought it was also very clever and, like, interesting. They're like, but not if you're eight. If you're below eight, you can say whatever you want. And so everyone's like, 
the eight-year-olds will be the messengers. And I'm just trying to imagine convincing a (laughs) six-year-old to pass notes for me. Like, that just sounds... And they have to write it, so they're, like, Mm -hmm. trying to act it out because they can't say the words. I was like, feasibly, this wouldn't work. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it wouldn't. But also, like, the, the crazy lady at the end where she's like, they have my son's wrong birthday. Mm-hmm. And so he got like, they're like, we're going to count every single mistake he made in this one letter and he's out. Yeah. And she's like, he's not even eight yet. And mm-hmm. like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, where is the, I don't know. I flash back. The humanity? Honestly, though, like I flash back to, um, I took an, an AP physics class in high school and shout out to Mr. A, positive he's not listening. <laughs> But big fan of the pod. Big fan but, of the pod. And I cannot imagine how hard it was for him to grade our papers, like our tests, because if you had an A, B, C, D question, which they all were because it's physics, if you got A wrong, but you used that number in your calculations and you did it correctly, then he gave you full Ooh, points for it. Wow. And so he's like, I'm not going to punish you 15 points for one mistake Mm -hmm. in the first part. And I just remember as like a high schooler being like, I feel like this man actually cares about me learning something Mm -hmm. and like cares about me as a person. Um, And so I thought of him when I read that because I was like, you shouldn't knock off on every single mistake. Like you should say you messed up the paper and call it good. But Mm then they... Obviously didn't because they'd be crazy. Well, that happened multiple times too, mm-hmm. right? Because we had the mom and she was like, oh, they're like, well, you used, there was a D. It was like a, decidedly a, had yeah. two Ds in it. Yeah. And then her aunt, somebody else does this. Oh, her aunt's friend does the same thing yep. where she's like, well, if like, if I mess up, then like, I'm, I'm, I'm screwed or whatever, like the word she used was. And they're like. Okay, we read it, and now you're in done. trouble. Yeah. Yep. Ah, I just it was it was it was a crazy book. It was insane. It's so much happened. Actually, crazy. <laughs> well, and even too like to the point where they come to confiscate her aunt's new boyfriend's land or whatever, whatever was it was. Going on with that. <laughs> and they're like, "What do you want it for? To build like a temple or something?" And they're like, "Yes." yes. They're like, all hail. <laughs> all hail oh, Nevin Nallop, who is speaking from the beyond. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I, I was like, okay then. It was insane. But it does, It I did walk away from that book thinking about the power of language and the power mm-hmm. of words. And I feel like I grew up in a home where, like, we were always taught the importance of words. Like, I frequently, when I'm writing, Uh, a text or an email for work or something I'll think through is that the best word I feel like it doesn't have the right connotation Mm -hmm. like this word has a better I and not that I'm like obsessive about it but like I do think about those things and I still walked away being like wow I don't appreciate the power of the human language and and the importance of human communication Because the people who went crazy, like actually crazy, it was the lack of human communication. Like the one Mm -hmm. friend who finally got banished and she was like, honestly, it's just a relief at this point because I spent 
all day, every day. It was the friend that she was like, and I she don't was, even bake anymore. Yeah, she's like, I don't even, because for a long time, she's like, I just bake because I don't have to talk. Mm-hmm. And it's just numbers. And I can do that. And then by the end, she's like, I just have, she lost her will to live. Yeah. It was so bad. And I was like, this is so accurate because human connection is just so vital to our our happiness in the human experience that you can't go without it, it. It influences your health. Like I know there was like a very unethical, they stopped it very quickly study of like, they were, they were studying kids and like the effect of affection and like caring about them. And so they had kids that they would just go in and just feed. And that's all like, they didn't hold them. They didn't play with them. They didn't talk to them. And the ba- they started like dying because of like the, I, and you, if you, I read about it in one of my classes, you can, you can, you can fact check U.S. Me. history where there were a lot of studies done that were, were very interesting, very unethical. And then there were the other side of it where there were babies that they picked up, they played with, they talked to and just the impact of that. And so it was, it was crazy. And even like there's studies with animals too, like not even mm-hmm. on purpose of just the, when you pick them up and you love them and they have names and you like care about them their health increases Improves. and surely if that works for a rabbit that works for people and that yep. commu- that communication and that that ability to connect with people through language is something that is necessary for us to thrive yeah i 100% agree but did you think that little that little book was going to be as deep as honestly no i was like oh this will be fun and it was very fun mm-hmm. like i i spent so many pages like every single hour i'm like i want him to mess up so yeah. badly <laughs> <laughs> and he never did except she, when he did on purpose yeah, and she does and it's so fun like the i the, what's fun about a book that's written in letters and i feel like What's another book that I read relatively? Like the Gerns, Gersey, Gerns Potato, Potato Peel, Peel Society, Society, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's also in letters with a little bit of in between. But um, with letter books, there's so much that your imagination fills in between. Mm-hmm. And I just imagine Ella at the end of it, alone in her house, so determined to not let her her island completely fall to ruin. And she has this memory of her father receiving this letter. And she's like, pack my, like, or what, like, whatever the final thing pack is. Pack my boxes with, like, please pack my box. Like, anyway, I can't remember what I can't it is. Remember I, didn't, like, I didn't look it up. But, with and then, like, dozen with 12 dozen jugs. Liquor or, jars. Yeah. And she, with a, yeah, with a dozen liquor jars or whatever, jugs. And so she, like, I could just imagine her writing it out and then, like, looking around and there's nobody to tell them and being like, I did it. And then, like, sprinting to the office because it says she got it in three hours before the deadline mm-hmm. and just, like, slamming it down and saying the whole phrase and, like, having them, like, go through and, and like, it's just, it felt in my mind, even though it was, like, half a page. Of yep. what that actually was in my mind, it was just the most dramatic thing ever. Of like I told you, but even the aftermath of that, like the one, the one guy who tries to like attempts to take his own life at first, and then like fails, and it tries again because of what he did. 
Yep. It's just... Well, and then you've it's got the one council guy that was like, finally. Yeah. I'm so relieved. I was like, dude, you're in a position of power. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, and then to have people turn around and be like, so should we make a statue of you? Oh my gosh. Should we make it a was statue like, of your dad? And she's like, nobody. nobody. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Let's all live normal lives, guys. And I was like, it was very clever of Mark Dunn to do it that way. To kind of be like, we're going to just. Let's not, not repeat history over yeah. and over again. Have this nice little cop out of like, well, who do you give credit to? Because dad wrote it, but he didn't mean to write it. Mm-hmm. But like, it was just very well done, I thought. So, yeah. It was fun. It was fun. And you should read it. Well, if you're here, hopefully you have read it. Yeah. And even if you're here and you're like my mom and you're just it's... listening because you don't feel like you're going to read it. Hi, mom. Um, <laughs> so. Just go read it. Like, it's it's, it's, it's worth a it's read. Worth it. And it's so easy. Like, such a quick read. There's no reason not to. Mm-hmm. So. No reason not to. Well, Chelsea. We really need to go to bed. Uh, uh, wow, that yawns. was a big yawn. That big was a big yawns. yawn. Did you yawn, listener? I didn't. Yet. Yet. <laughs> well, Chelsea, um, this week is going to be a blast. Next week, we are hopefully reviewing The Princess Bride. It is now my, now that I finished this book, I am now going to read The Princess Bride <laughs> <laughs> next. So I'm pretty sure I have it on my Kindle. I've had it checked out. So that's next week. And then, and then we're into April. Mm-hmm. That's insane. It actually is. It feels crazy. Well, any parting words for our spoiler listeners? Just have a wonderful week, everyone. Yeah. I'm going to yawn again. I also would like you to know mm-hmm. that you big yawned and then said great and clicked play to start recording. And it took yeah. so much <laughs> in me not to yawn. In the first five seconds of this episode. I think I yawned like many times because I'm tired. What? It is now. We're wrapping up 1235. You know, yeah, we do. It's fine. We're killing it. We're living life. Okay. Well, (laughs) we will talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye.